Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. So it's good to see you all this morning. Uh, let's start on our morning prayer. The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed and the day lies open before us, so let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the light of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and for ever. Amen. So this morning's psalm is psalm number one, right at the start of the book of Psalms. Um, I, there's, a, there's a part of this psalm that I really like. It's, uh, the whole thing is brilliant, but the, there's one, one verse, uh, which I'll come back to just to read again at the end. So psalm one. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. And the verse that I really love in that psalm, is describing the person who meditates on the law of the Lord. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Isn't that great as we, as we reflect on God's word and we're fed, we're fed by that. We're like a tree planted by streams of water, sucking up the goodness and being fruitful. And then we come to our uh, gospel reading, and I hope you'll forgive me, but uh, I'm going to look ahead to tomorrow, um, 2nd of February, which is the, the time in the church's life when we remember the presentation of Christ at the temple, 40 days after Christmas. And this is from Luke chapter 2, verses 21. To 40. Sorry, chapter 2, verse 22 to 40. Do forgive me. When the time of their purification, according to the law of Moses, had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn born male is to be consecrated to the Lord. 
and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The child's father and mother marvelled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow <clears throat> until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary, <coughs> excuse me, when Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. As ever, there's such a lot in that passage. Uh, but for this morning, I, I just wanted to uh, look at a couple of things, if I may. Um, first of all, Mary and Joseph were fulfilling the law. They were fulfilling what was expected of devout followers. And verse 39 says, When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee. And of course, later on, Jesus would say, wouldn't he, that he came to fulfill the law and the prophets, not to destroy them, but to fulfill them. And then there's Simeon and Anna and their faith. And I think it's something that we can take for our situation at the moment with this uh, awful situation that we're in with the coronavirus and COVID-19. Um, it's the strength of their faith. And as I was reading it, uh, three words beginning with P 
came to me to, to sum up their faith and something that perhaps we can take away today. And that is, or those words are, persistent, patient and prayerful. Through all the years they had not lost their faith, they had kept strong faith with the Lord. They were patient, I still come back to this in my life as much as anything, uh, having patience and waiting is really difficult, yet uh, Simeon and Anna were both patient. They knew that in the right time the Lord would reveal everything to them. And of course they were prayerful. And those two of those three, persistence and prayer, are linked, aren't they? That um, while we are patient and while we wait, we need to keep on praying with everybody else who prays to the Lord making a, a sort of a stream, a river of prayer. And at the moment, as we await um, developments in COVID and the more vaccines appearing, uh, I think those three Ps can really help us, being persistent, being patient, and being prayerful in our faith. Amen. So we come to our time of prayer and please do keep putting your prayer requests into the comments and people will share them and will pray them with you. But this morning uh, I want to do something slightly differently uh, because you may be aware that the Archbishop of Canterbury and York have written a letter, an open letter, uh, which actually can be seen on the Church of England's website. You can read the text of it there in which they invite us, um, as a country, to stop and pray each day in February. They've said, if it can be at six o'clock, so everybody's together, that would be great. But at some point in the day, each day in February, to stop and to pray briefly for our nation. To take time to reflect on the enormity of the pandemic and to remember and pray for those who have died, for those who know them, for their loved ones. As I say, the letter is available on the Church of England website, along with a selection of resources, prayers and prompts, or themes for prayer. And, for example, on Monday, and this ties up brilliantly with a comment that Julie's just sent through, uh, for Monday, the prompt is to pray for schools and our children. And so I'm going to use two prayers this morning that come from uh, the Church of England website for this situation. So shall we pray? Gracious Lord, as we remember before you the thousands who have died, surround us and all who mourn with your strong compassion. Be gentle with us in our grief. 
protect us from despair and give us grace to persevere and face the future with hope in Jesus Christ our risen Lord. Amen. And adding to that uh, prayer request from Pauline for relief from pain and quick healing for her sister's broken wrist and elbow, ever so painful. So we pray for uh, Pauline's sister and all who have suffered accidents in recent time where so difficult at the moment with with the pandemic and people accessing treatment. We do pray for healing there, Lord, and also give thanks that Martin has had his breathing tube removed and is now just on an oxygen mask. We thank you, Lord, for that progress, and may that be repeated across the country for people who are suffering in this pandemic. And so turning to our schools and colleges and our children, let's spend a moment in prayer for everybody who's involved in, in shaping and nurturing young lives. That goes beyond schools and colleges actually, doesn't it? But we pray to the Lord for guidance and for patience and for tolerance for all who are shaping young lives. And we pray particularly for mums and dads and those who are involved in homeschooling, who are put into uh, situations that perhaps they're not comfortable with. And we also thank God for the for the sacrifice and the commitment of teachers and everybody involved in serving our youngsters in education. And again, Lord, we take that beyond the teachers to, to all people involved in schooling. And in this present situation, we do pray that all can be nurtured and cared for and that every needful resource can be made available. We do give thanks for the programmes and initiatives that have been seeking to provide uh, laptop and access to the internet for children, and for the success of them. And we pray that all children's lives can flourish, even in these difficult times. We pray that prayer in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. And as has been announced in the news this morning, um, the coup that's taken place in Burma, thanks Leslie for popping that one into the comments, where the army has taken control of the election and imprisoned the government. We do pray, Lord, that uh, this won't degenerate into violence, that 
that your will for that country may come through, Lord. Bring peace and reconciliation between the different um, parties competing for power there, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. And so let's now say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. So thank you for being with us this morning. And don't forget that morning prayer continues each morning this week. And so as we go out into today, please do stay safe, take care, and let us go from here in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. <laughs>